Welcome to Holy Savior Sermons, bringing you the weekend sermons given at Holy Savior Church. Well, as we gather this morning, we gather and we continue in our series called Vision. Again, in this series, we're exploring God's vision for His church, especially as it's lived out here at Holy Savior. It's God's vision for His people. And we kicked off this series three weeks ago, second Sunday of September, and we kind of talked about our history, nearly 30 years of being a congregation gathered here in Northwest Lincoln, of living out this vision, this vision that has been expressed in many different ways. And as we live out this vision, you know, we continued last weekend by beginning to pull this apart and kind of digging a little bit deeper. And we talk about this vision of gather, grow, and go. So we began exploring what does it mean for us to gather and why do we gather? And we took a look at Hebrews 10. And particularly those words from Hebrews 10 about gather, where it talks about gathering that we spur one another on, we encourage one another. If you were here last week, you know I had some dental floss. I don't know how many of you went home last week and make sure you floss your teeth because flossing not only gets that, you know, corn kernel out of the back of your teeth, but it encourages growth, health in your gums. In the same way we said, you know, we are to encourage one another. I don't know if you thought about one another like dental floss, but, you know, we are to encourage one another. And we gather together. It says don't neglect the gathering together. And we often think about that gathering as worship, which it is. But we find out that gathering is much more than just, hey, we are here Sunday morning to worship. Gathering together in large groups, big events, small groups, small events, worship events, and community events. We gather because of the Holy Spirit who calls us in this faith and brings us together. And as we talk about gathering, we've been sharing the statistic, the statistic that many of us have a greater sense of isolation and loneliness In fact, one study from just a few years ago says that those of us here in North America, that 61% of us struggle with a sense of loneliness and isolation. This is before any of us had gone through anything with the pandemic and have maybe changed how we function, connect with each other. But we don't think things have to be this way. We believe that things can be different, that life can be different, that we can make a positive difference in the lives of people. And we want to buck this trend. We want to make sure that as we gather, that we gather to cultivate authentic relationships with real people. Whether we're gathering, you know, live stream in a hybrid way like right now, we're both in person and live stream, that we gather to cultivate authentic relationships with real people. That we create a safe place where people can grow together as a person. Because we don't grow as well by ourselves, especially as followers of Jesus. We grow better when we are growing together. Because we encourage one another. We spur one another on. We pray for one another. We are there for one another. And from here, we go and we make a difference in the lives of people in our community and the world. So today, we're going to continue to unpack this word, gather. And what it means for us to gather. When we talk about gathering, you know, part of gathering is you want to make sure that you feel welcomed when you gather with other people. So I don't know what your experience has been. Have you ever been somewhere where they welcomed you? Some of you are like just staring. Some of you are shaking heads. I mean, how many of you have been to Walmart? Okay, I mean, I don't know how many of you love Walmart, but you've been to Walmart and you go to Walmart and usually there's somebody standing there to greet you, right? Welcome to Walmart. Sometimes they say it because they have to say it. Welcome to Walmart. 
Sometimes they say it with such enthusiasm. You're like, wow, I didn't realize Walmart was that awesome. Welcome to Walmart. We're glad you're here today. You're like, oh, this is great. Well, as we gather, we want to welcome one another, whether we're welcoming people that we've known for years. I mean, again, some of you have been here for the almost 30 years of Holy Savior, and some are newer to Holy Savior as a community of people. But you want to welcome one another. But probably not quite in the way that Walmart welcomes one another, or others in. I mean, we do have folks that usually greet you and say hello and good morning and welcome and can we help you find, you know, some coffee or donuts or Sunday school classroom or somewhere else, you know, the questions you may have. Think of it more like, and I, and I brought this with me here because, you know, if you know me, I love coffee. So I got my coffee cup this morning, cup number two. You know, my, my coffee this morning, and because I think of, of, of what it means to be a people who gather, what it means to gather like the church, sometimes we treat it more like Walmart. You know, it's something we just got to do. We got to have greeters that shake your hands, and we come here, we gather for worship, a big gathering event, we check the box, and we go home. But that's, that's not what we talk about when we talk about gathering, and why it is that we gather, what we want to accomplish as we gather together. Think more like a cup of coffee. And particularly something more like Starbucks or your local coffee shop. I know we've got a member that owns a coffee shop here in Lincoln. You know, but the reason like Starbucks and other local coffee shops have been successful is not because they have an awesome tasting coffee. Well, they do have really great coffee. And you may not like Starbucks. You might like scooters. You might like, you know, you know, what's it called? Lincoln Espresso that, you know, Audi owns. You might have your own flavor of coffee you really enjoy. But the idea of, of coffee, that the value is not in the cup of coffee. The value the value is in the friendship. It's in the community that we have. When we gather together for that coffee, we meet and we experience affiliation and belonging. There is a connection. So as we talk about gather, we talk about this community that we have here. That we want to be more than just simply a place that people came Sunday morning, checked the box, and then went home. Whether you check the box by being here in person or a live stream. We want to be more than just a place where we come and then leave. We want to be a community that gathers together. So there are key, four key elements of gathering together as a community that especially, I think, are connected to the church. Especially looking at those words from Acts that we read just a few months earlier, that the whole group of believers, that all of them, they gathered together in harmony, in unity. There was this, this sense of harmony. Not just that we are unified in what we believe or unified in a, in a purpose, and that's very much a part of it, but there is this sense of community and belonging. The first is, is community is encouraging. Being a part of a community gives you the chance to be around other people. So unless you're a hermit and you really like being by yourselves, most of us like to be with other people. Some of us like being with large groups more so than small groups. Some of us like small groups better than large groups. But we are with other people. And the great thing about a congregation is that as we gather together, we gather with people who are on different stages of their faith life. I mean, thankfully, not everybody's like me. And not everybody's like you. And some of you have experienced things in life that have prepared you to help someone else and what they're experiencing right now. Either in loss of life, in, in a challenge, in a hardship, or maybe even in a celebration. So we gather together, and we gather as God's people, not perfect people, because we are still sinful, but forgiven people. And people, again, who are on this spiritual journey, this spiritual growth as we grow together as God's people. And it's kind of awesome that we're not all in the same place, that as we gather together, we've all had different experiences that we can share with one another. 
So one of the ways we can think about our gathering together as we encourage one another is like Barnabas. If you know Barnabas from the Bible, Barnabas, his name, you know, he's, he's thought of as the one who is the encourager. So part of our gathering together is to encourage one another. Do you ever need some encouragement in your life? We all need some encouragement. And to know that we can gather and encourage one another and to be friends with one another. So again, we don't want to just simply come in on Sunday morning. Hey, I checked the box. You know, I did worship. Maybe I even had a cup of coffee and a donut, pastor-sized cup of coffee. And, you know, I, I'm good. But rather, we really have this sense of friendship, this sense of connecting with one another. It's also a place where we can pursue a Paul in our life. You know Paul, who wrote most of the letters of the New Testament? You know, he was a teacher and a mentor for many of the early followers of Jesus. So as we gather here, part of what we do is we have folks that have experienced life, that maybe they've been a Christian longer than we have, or maybe they've experienced in life some part of their life where they've grown as Jesus was with them through a difficult time. And we have those who we can seek out as teachers, mentors, or coaches to help us you know, grow, to help us live life as a follower of Jesus. It's also a place that we can find, you know, like a Timothy, like Paul did. Timothy was a young man, and Paul was mentoring, teaching him. So some of us also had the opportunity to serve others as, as a teacher, like we had Sunday morning already. You know, some of our people were teaching the younger people, or to serve as a mentor or a coach to help others, you know, live life as a follower of Jesus. So when we gather together, it is a time where it's uplifting. It's a time where we are learning from one another and encouraging one another. It's a time where we are being friends. A community is encouraging. Well, again, we'll go back to the text from last week. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24. Consider how we might spur one another on, how we might encourage one another. That is what we're called to do. Community is also fun. I mean, how many of you like to come to a boring church? How many of you like to sit with boring people? I mean, yet, you know, sometimes we, we behave that way. We want to make sure that as we gather together, we have fun together. Not only do we gather and worship, because, I mean, the worship is our big gathering event. And then this is where we engage, interact with one another, and we interact with our God. And God gives us the gifts of his word and his sacrament. But we also want to have fun together. Because part of, you know, really having people who are friends, who are part of a community, is we have fun. We laugh together. We live life together. From Psalm 133, verse 1, the psalmist writes, How good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. Now, maybe that doesn't quite say fun, but I mean, really part of being unified, the people that we are closest to, the people we feel like we can be more honest and genuine with, the people that we have fun together with. Whether we're having fun as we gather for worship or fun as we gather for other events. You know, we've got events like our cinnamon roll and chili cook-off in January. And we, though we postponed it, hopefully we can still do this fall, our smoked pork butt and potato salad cook-off. Some of those times are just fun being together. And, and, and being together as a community of God's people, being people who enjoy one another. Yet often, the way that culture kind of betrays Christians and some. That is, that is our own fault, is that sometimes we're, we are portrayed as boring, yet we can have fun together. I, I've seen that before. I've seen you laugh and, and, and enjoy one another. I've seen you share stories that become part of our story as a community of people who gather together. So a community is encouraging. Community is fun. A community also fosters love. I mean, 
not one of us wants to be a part of a community that's not loving. Uh, unfortunately, there are some churches that, that have, you know, hurt others. Uh, there are others who felt hurt by the community of believers. But really, we are called to foster love. And not some, you know, wishy-washy love, but a love that flows from God's love for us in his son, Jesus Christ. A God who loved us so much, you, you know John three sixteen. a God who loved the world so much that he gave his one and only son, that everyone believes in him has eternal life. That love shapes our love. And if you've been to a wedding before, you've probably heard these words from 1 Corinthians 13. Paul writes about this love. And while it's a great text for a wedding, Paul is really writing about the community, the gathering of God's people. And Paul writes and says, and these three remain. Do you know it? Faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. Paul writes about this a number of other times, including Colossians 3, he writes these words. Bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them together in perfect unity. The Apostle John also writes about this in his letters to the early gathering of God's people. Beloved, let us love one another because love comes from God. Jesus, Jesus who exemplified, who is love in the flesh, said to his followers, they will know you are my followers by your love. Love is such a key factor of our gathering as God's people, whether we're gathering in a formal setting or whether it's informal, whether we're gathering for worship or an event that we invite the community to, like our trunk and treat, or we're gathering to collect items and get a home ready for a new refugee family. We gather in love. And we love on one another, forgiving one another, encouraging one another as our God loves us and in his grace encourages us. Community is also life-giving. We gather because here as we gather together, it brings us life. We live life. It can be hard to commit to a community, especially if you um, enjoy your solitude, if you're guarded, because maybe you've been hurt before. But community gives life. Our gathering together is that we live life together. Life in all of its joys and all of its frustrations. Life lived in the love that God has for us to Jesus. And the love that he gives us to share with one another, with our community and the world. Community is what God desires. We see that all the way back in the early parts of Genesis, in creation story, there was Adam, and Adam was alone. So God created community. He created Eve. God designed us to be in community with one another and with him. Because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, when we grow in a relationship with others as a community of believers, as we gather together, we are growing in our relationship with God. And as we grow in our relationship with God, we're growing together as God's people. So in many ways, again, we said, you know, not like Walmart, though we can have greeters that stand at the door and say, hi, welcome to the Holy Savior. We're glad you're here. But a lot more like a coffee shop, local or national, think about that great big cup of coffee. You know, it, it's really not about the coffee. 
It's about the experience. It's about the place where we connect with one another and share with one another. So as we talk about our gathering, we want to do more than just be a place where people, again, come in and just check the box. Even as we you know, look for the day when all the masks and all those mandates are behind us and things are more regular and normal, that on Sunday morning we gather, we gather and we make sure that we're not just simply going in and coming out, that we spend some time having a cup of coffee, eating a donut, and sharing life, living life together, being God's people who gather to encourage one another, who gather to celebrate being a community that lives life together and the love that God has for us in Jesus. Let's pray. Lord God, we give you thanks and praise for the gift of this amazing day and especially for the gift of your love and grace for us in your son, Jesus Christ. Lord, you call us to live life together as your people, to be a place where, Lord, we have friends, a place where we are loved and we love in return, and we live and celebrate the love you have for us, a place where we encourage one another. Lord, we pray that as we have this vision for Holy Savior, a vision that, Lord, flows from your vision for your people, we pray that we truly are a people who do more than simply come and check the box as we gather together, but a people who gather together to live life together and to live and celebrate your love. We pray this, Lord Jesus, in your powerful name. Amen. For more information about Holy Savior, including service times and location, please visit holysavior.org. Thanks for listening, and until next time, God bless.